it's your girl Jasmine, and I just want to welcome everyone to the journey. If you guys are already following me on Instagram, you guys have already seen that I did post a couple things regarding my postpartum journey, but I have decided to bring everything to the podcast, and I decided this because I want to tell you guys everything from the beginning, and when I say from the beginning... I mean, from the time I met my child's father till now and future, you know, endeavors. So um, for anyone that's, you know, new, that hasn't even been keeping up with my journey, um, my Instagram is a taste of jazz. I do have a few posts up there regarding, you know, what I've been going through, but um, I just want to put it all on here. And just so you guys know, some of these topics are a little bit sensitive for me um and they may even be a little sensitive for others that have gone through the same thing or they are going through the same thing and I know that I'm gonna get a lot of backlash for you know the stupidity I decided to put myself through but you know we all make mistakes and you know you just have to live and you learn so um I'm just gonna jump right into this episode Um, The very first episode is going to be about the honeymoon phase. And you guys know when you first get into something new, the honeymoon phase lasts about three months and it is beautiful. I mean, you are on cloud nine and, you know, that's kind of how it was for me, but it definitely was short lived. (laughs) So let's get right into the nitty gritty. So I'm going to do a little bit of a backstory, very brief. Um, I was with my ex for about almost three years. So probably like two and a half years I was with him. And um, this was in 2020. Our relationship ended. Um, Actually, it ended on Thanksgiving Day. So, um, but all 2020, I'm going to let you guys know that 2020 was not a good year for me. Um, I had three miscarriages that year with my ex. Um, Me and him, we were going through a lot of drama. We were always fighting. And you guys know, you know, when you reach a point in your relationship where there's no love, no nothing, like it's just dead. That's exactly how it was for me and him. It was all war and no love. So um, I knew that relationship was going to end soon. It just, the way it ended was a little, you know, hectic, but you know, it is what it is at this point. Um, so we broke up on Thanksgiving Day. And four days later, uh, I went out to the bar with my friends. Um, and we ended up going to this bar in the Bronx, New York. And, um, you know, we were having a good old time. I think we had went somewhere before that. Because, <laughs> you know, uh, when we go out, we always, we never stay in one spot. We always go in more than one spot. So we went, um, to this bar and, you know, I had a couple drinks, definitely vodka and cranberry. That's my go-to drink. Um, and I had, you know, I was a little tipsy. I wasn't drunk, you know, I was good enough to drive, but I was a little tipsy. And, um, I was sitting at this high top table and I noticed, like, I felt somebody staring at me and I'm like, yo, like, so I turned my head and, I see this guy staring at me, like, smiling. I'm like, yo, what is wrong with this guy? Like, because I look away because I'm kind of shy. Um, and I'm like, okay. So um, I look back, and he's still staring, y'all. So I'm like, yo, what's wrong with this dude? Like, so um, 
you know, uh, the DJ, he was playing some music that I didn't want to hear. So I go up to the DJ at the bar and the guy, you know, that was staring at me uh, was also at the bar. So eventually, I don't remember how the conversation started, but... Um, I can tell y'all now that from the moment that, you know, we started speaking, it was like nonstop eye contact. It was like we were mesmerized by each other's eyes. I don't know. We were just staring into each other's soul type thing. So, um, uh, so his friend was there with him. I think they were celebrating his friend's birthday and, um, you know, he asked me, the friend, he asked me, you know, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm 24 at the time. And, um. He's like, oh, okay, so this guy, he's 26. And I'm like, eh. Like, for y'all that know me, y'all know that I don't date anything, anyone under 30. Um, 32 is actually my, my go-to age, but I guess I'll settle for 30. So dating guys around my age is definitely not not ideal for me. Um, so anyways, I'm like, all right, whatever. So um, me and him, I don't remember what we were talking about that night. But, um, cause you know, like I said before, I was a little tipsy, so that's that. And, but I just can tell y'all that the whole time we were talking, it was just beautiful. You know, the conversation was flowing, you know, it was like, it was cool. So, um, we ended up, I think he ended up getting my number or I ended up getting his number. I can't remember, um, but anyways, he ends up leaving the bar with his friend, and I still stayed at the bar for a little bit longer with my friends, and he texted me, and I don't remember the exact message, but I remember he said, you know, he had just got home. He's like, I just got home, um, just took off my clothes, and I can't stop thinking about you, something like that, <laughs> and I was like smiling from ear to ear, like, damn, like, usually I don't hear from a dude till like maybe a day or maybe a couple days later, but, you know, I was like, okay, like, you know, he really into me, he really feeling your girl or whatever. So, um, so anyways, so mind y'all, I did mention before that my ex and I, we had, you know, just broken up and my ex, you know, he was still texting me, you know, cause I guess one of my friends had posted some story on Instagram and you can briefly see my head in the background talking to a guy. Cause you know, at the time, um, I had white hair, so it wasn't really hard to notice me. And, you know, he was texting me like, you know, Oh, who you at the bar talking to when it's on a third and you know, you know how it go. So, um, let's fast forward. Um, we, me and this guy, um, Yes, this is my future child's father. So me and him, we're texting and, you know, we're really into each other. And I'm, you know, learning more about him. And um, I ask him, you know, the dun-dun-dun question, uh, do you have any kids? And he tells me he has three boys. So I'm like, damn. I'm like, okay. So um, I'm like, all right, how many baby mamas do you have? Because, um, you know, it'd it be mattering how many kids, but... The real question is, how many baby mamas do you have? So he tells me he has three baby mamas, guys. Three. So I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I knew it was too good to be true. <laughs> so anyways, um, I'm like, why do you have three baby mamas? Like, you know, that's like kind of weird and you're 26. Um, so he tells me, you know, the first one, um, he didn't know about the first child until the child was three years old. Um, so I'm like, all right. So then the second one, he said, um, at the time, you know, he was young. Um, so the second one, he said he wasn't, he was never with her. Um, they were, you know, just whatever, whatever. And honestly, as a parent now, 
that's actually more common than people think. Like, trust me. So, um, I'm like, okay. So then the third one, he's like, um, you know, they were together. Um, he was really in love with her, but you know, he was telling me about the relationship and, you know, things that she had put him through and what they were going through. So he told me the whole shabam. And um, he also had told me that um, the first baby mama, she had died in 2019. Rest in peace to her. Um, but, you know, that's how it go. So I'm like, um, okay. And I know, guys, I know what y'all thinking. Yo, you should have ran. Like, you shouldn't even be talking to this dude. That's it. And at the time, like, I wasn't thinking, you know, I wasn't going to be with him. I didn't think nothing of it. Like, usually when I meet a guy, the first thing is not for me to be with them. I don't plan on being in a relationship. I just got out of a two-and-a-half-year relationship. I wasn't planning on being with nobody at the time. So, um, anyways, let's go to uh, December. I'm going to say December 2nd or December 3rd. At the time, I was in nursing school. So, um, you know, nursing school was a little hectic for me and plus I was working and you know things like that so I think my ex and I I don't know if we had gotten to an argument or something I think we had gotten into an argument which was also stressing me out like why am I arguing with you me and you are not together anymore um so anyways um you know my child's father he tells me you know come over you know I could help you relax and y'all know how y'all know how that go <laughs> so um you know after my nursing school class it was online by the way um after the nursing school class I end up you know I go to his house around maybe like 9 p.m or whatever and guys when I walked into the room <laughs> oh my god he had wine on the bed he had rose petals out he had music playing he had candles lit it was just beautiful and I I've never had a guy do that for me like on the first link like you know what I'm saying so I'm like oh my god this guy is so sweet he's so romantic and at the time he was you know he was a really sweet guy so I thought um <laughs> so um anyways you know I, I end up you know I go on the bed you know we start kissing or whatever I'm like Damn, oh my God, his lips are so soft. So anyways, you know, we ended up um, doing a couple rounds that night, and it was beautiful. Like, I mean, it really was mind-blowing beautiful. So um, the next morning, you know, I had work. He had work. And, um, you know, I ended up going to work, of course, on cloud nine. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's how that went. And we were texting, you know, the whole day and even days after that you know we were just really into each other so let's fast forward um I'm not gonna lie to you guys we probably ended up having sex either every day or every other day I mean we were going out like wild animals so um I think let's fast forward to about mid-December I want to say between the 12th and the 16th um I don't know why my stupid ass was like you know I need to take a plan b because, you know, we just going at it, and I knew, I knew my ovulation period, but, um, mind you guys, remember, I had three miscarriages, I had implemented in my head that I could not have children, but I didn't, you know, when I end up pregnant, and then lose another one, so I'm like, you know, let me just take a plan B, uh, I don't know what day it was, like I said, let's say between the 12th and the 16th of December, I took one plan B, like a dummy, and um I ended up having sex that same night. So it just it was just pointless. Um so anyways, I'ma say between those days, um he came over to my house and we were eating pizza, you know, watching movies and 
I started to feel a little nauseous. So I'm like, okay, like maybe it's just the cheese. Because sometimes when I do eat pizza, I do be feeling a little nauseous. Um, Because I am lactose intolerant. But then I started feeling heavily nauseous. And I'm like, uh, yeah, no, this is... um, this is not good. So I ended up, you know, running to the bathroom and I threw up. I threw up that night and that is unlike me. And even though I got pregnant three times, I've never thrown up. I think the first time I got pregnant, I didn't really have any symptoms. Second time, it was a quick fast, you know, whatever. It, nothing really happened that time. And the third time is when I, uh, let me see, I don't, maybe I did have a few other symptoms. Maybe my boobs are hurting or something. So that was really it, but I never thrown up, so I was like, damn, like, you know, I hope I'm not pregnant, like, I probably was, you know, I, I kept just trying to de- deny it, um, so anyways, um, you know, I don't think I ate pizza again that night, but, um, we ended up, I don't know, we probably ended up sexing, I can't remember, but, um, yeah, so that was that for that night, and let's fast forward until, let's say the end of December, can't remember the dates, but, we're going to say the end of December. Um, I was going into my street. Mind you, uh, my child's father was with me. We were driving to my house, probably from spending the day together, and my ex was there. Um, I ran into him. Um, I recognized his license plates, and I ended up, you know, speeding away, driving, you know, down the street to my job just, you know, in the parking lot, just sitting there, you know, thinking about what to do. And, you know, my child's father, he's like, you know, go talk to him, go talk to him. And I'm like, no, I don't want to talk to him. Like me and him, we broke up. Like I haven't heard from him in weeks. What are we talking about? So I ended up, you know, going back, um, to my streets and he wasn't, I thought he wasn't there, but he ended up popping up right behind me. And we ended up getting into a high speed chase. Mind you, my child's father was in the car, and I'm telling y'all, when I say high-speed chase, I mean, like, like I was the robber and he was the cop, like, that type of high-speed chase. So, um, eventually, I ended up pulling over, and, you know, he had kind of, like, pushed me, shoved me, whatever, and I think my child's father saw that, so he had gotten out of the car, too, and they ended up arguing a little bit, but, you know, my ex, he ended up apologizing. He was just saying, you know, you know, we just broke up, and, you know, the love is still there, or whatever, whatever, and my child's father was very understanding. He was like, you know, just just talk it out. Talk Whatever y'all gotta talk about, just talk it out, so we ended up talking and my ex is asking me all types of questions like you know what kind of car he drive are y'all having sex and like you know this that and the third and um I'm not gonna lie to y'all I ended up telling him the truth because there's no point in me lying anymore and plus he was standing right there there's no like you know if I would have lied he probably could have asked him and it just it just didn't seem right to be lying so I told him the truth and that really hurt him and I hated that I hurt him but you know, we had broken up and I, I couldn't, you know, what what was the point of lying? So um, I think I ended up dropping off my child's father back to his house. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. I ended up reaching out to my ex and we ended up, you know, having a conversation. Um, I, I rolled up to his house. We were not in his house. We were outside. And we just, it was kind of like a, I want to say a closure conversation. It was like, you know, it was a very long conversation. I, I don't remember what it was about, but, you know, he was like, do you ever, 
see yourself with this guy like you know what i'm saying i'm like i don't know like you know what i'm saying i just met this guy i'm just having fun like i i don't know i really did not know i still have feelings for my ex but it wasn't to the point where it's like you know we can get back together because what's done was already done i had already had sex with this guy and you know some of y'all guys be like oh once you have sex with a man it's that's that's it it's not yours anymore and <laughs> whatever that's for another conversation but that's basically what he was saying he's like you know you already have sex with this guy i've already been intimate like that's it and i'm like okay like so what what like what do you want me to do like you know it it just it wasn't a very good conversation i felt really bad and you know um that was my best relationship i've ever had um but you know things happen so let's fast forward now probably to the next day maybe the next two days i had you know told my child's father i was like you know I I think we should, you know, take it slow a little bit. I wasn't saying we should not talk. I just felt like we were moving a little bit fast. Um, and, um, you know, we should take it slow and just a little bit, you know, whatever, whatever. I, you know, that whole incident with my ex kind of did throw me off. So, um, yeah, that was it. And, you know, we continued talking. But he was like, you know, I'll wait for you. You know, you, you I'll wait for you. You know, you get over him and... That's what he said. He told me he would wait for me. And I'm thinking, okay, this guy's so sweet. And, guys, he was the sweetest guy. You know, I remember one day I told him my favorite color. He asked me my favorite color, and, you know, it's pink. <laughs> Duh. And um, he got me some beautiful flowers, and they were pink. And I thought that was very thoughtful because I I really never had a guy do that. I've, I've never had someone like, okay, let me go get her some pink flowers since, you know, pink is her favorite color. I never had someone do that. So it was, it was, you know, I feel like everything that I was missing in my previous relationship, this guy was doing. And that's what I was looking for. Um, so that's kind of why it kind of threw me off guard a little bit. But, okay, so this next part that I'm going to talk to you guys about, I want you guys to pay very close attention to the three people I'm about to mention. Because one of them will be popping up later on. So we ended up going out for New Year's, uh, me and my child's father and his friend, the same friend that he went to the bar with, and his friend ended up bringing three of his cousins that did not live in New York. At the time, I didn't know where they lived. I just know they did not live in New York. It was two females and one male. Remember that I just mentioned two females and one male, okay? All right, so... um. Now, let's get to the good parts. Uh, so, January 4th comes around, and um, this day I was expecting my period, and my period is always accurate, always on point, never late, comes around the same time every month. Um, and when I say time, I do mean time, like 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning. Um, that time rolled around, and it did not come. So, I kind of had a feeling I was pregnant not only because of that, but because um, I had gotten a reading from my child's father's cousin. She's a tarot card reader. And she had told me, she had told me herself that I was pregnant. And uh, mind you, I've never met this, this woman. I've never, you know, told her anything about myself. And she was getting everything correct. She had told me that um, I had just got a relationship, which was true. She had mentioned the encounter that I had gotten into with my ex. And, you know, she had mentioned, you know, I know you had these, 
these losses in the past, speaking about my miscarriages, but you're pregnant and this one will last. So she was she was on point. She's never been wrong. I've always been getting since then I've been getting getting tarot readings from her and she's never been wrong. So um that kind of made me believe, damn, I might I might be pregnant. So I told him to, you know, go get a pregnancy test from the store. I ended up going to his house and taking it and of course it was positive. And I'm thinking to myself, damn, like the year just started. Like I don't want to start this year off with a miscarriage. Because I've gotten pregnant and I've lost the babies at six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks. So I'm like, damn, like, you know, I I just, I don't want to go through this again. But an abortion never crossed my mind. I'm like, you know, if it's not meant to be, then, you know, things will happen the natural way. And that's what I waited for. So um, when I came out of the bathroom and showed my child's father, you know, he wasn't mad. He was surprised at first, like, you know, in shock, but he wasn't mad. He was a little bit happy, actually. Um, and um, I remember the first ultrasound I went to, at the time, I was going to a fertility doctor because I kept trying to see why I kept having these miscarriages. So I had let the doctor know, you know, um, this this baby is not from, you know, my previous relationship. It's from something new that I'm in. And, um, he, you know, went with this fertility doctor, they discharge you if your pregnancy makes it past, I believe, eight or nine weeks. And I've never made it that far. Um, so every time I would keep getting ultrasound every week. Um, so I didn't call the doctor immediately at first. I think I was probably around five weeks at the time or four. I don't know. Um, I probably called them around six weeks to let them know. And um, I kept getting ultrasound every week, and um, that final week came. It was around eight or nine weeks. I went, and I'm expecting, you know, I've heard the heartbeat and everything, but this is not the first time I've heard a heartbeat. Um, So I'm expecting to go to the doctor and to be nothing but bad news, and it ends up being good news. I end up hearing the heartbeat, and I even end up seeing tiny, tiny, tiny little fingers or, or toes, whatever it was. And I was like, wow, like oh my God, it's getting real. And I ended up getting discharged from that doctor. And I ended up finally being able to go to my actual OB. So at this point, I'm hella nervous. I'm like, yo, like, nah, this can't be happening. Like, am I really, like, pregnant, pregnant? It's like, oh my God. So um, I'm just gonna end it here for you guys um, because I want you guys to come back for the next episode. Because I'm telling y'all, it gets juicy from here. I mean, it gets real juicy. Um, so, uh, remember to go ahead, if you're not following me already on Instagram, follow me at a taste of dot jazz, and I hope to see y'all and catch y'all next episode. Okay. Blessings. Mm-hmm.